Dear Terry, I'm a huge fan of yours on and off the Lexi Terry show for almost two decades. Yeesh is what it says. This podcast is my favorite venture of yours yet. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I listen like you're speaking directly to me. I just had to tell you all of our hard work together has finally paid off. Oh yeah. What did we do? <laughs> Yesterday, I accepted a big promotion. Congratulations. I love this. I'll be in charge of a new state-of-the-art mobile mammography unit. Hey, can I come to work for you? Anyway, uh, it's an incredible opportunity to stretch my leadership wings and work towards my next goal of upper management. Here's somebody, hold on, where's the name? Uh, Vicky, or excuse me, Lizzie L, Lizzie N in Alabama. Lizzie N in Alabama. Lizzie, first of all, I'm not done reading your email. Thank you so much for taking the time to do it by going to terryjames.com and uh, leaving me a message here. I love the fact that you haven't even started your job yet and you're already looking forward to where everything is going to go. I think that uh, you're exactly what the, these people need. You're probably going to do well for everybody. You're going to throw yourself into this 100%. And then the next venture, like we just talked about, then you're going to do that. I am so happy for you. I love these types of emails. I love these. Not because they're ass kissy, just because I know that there are people out there that are listening. I know there are people out there that are joining the conversation with me and you're right. We are doing this shit together. I think it's fantastic. I appreciate your wisdom regarding positive social media usage. And I worked over the last year to fine tune my follows. If you're brand new and you're just tuning in, I, uh, I often go on rants about social media saying that you're only as good as the people you follow. You can follow the drama then you're filled with drama. You could follow some sports stuff, then you're filled with sports. You follow religion, you're going to be filled with a religion. You know what I'm saying here, okay? So I choose to, for the most part, try to live in the fun stuff. I don't like getting wrapped up in all the crap. I got, I got things to do. I'm busy. I'm like, I'm like uh, Lizzie here. I, I, I want to I wanna keep looking forward. I want to keep looking forward. Anyway, it says uh, it's yielded some excellent career insights that helped me land my new position. Congratulations. As well as your overall do good, be good lifestyle. You've been, you've been an inspiration for me to strive almost always to see the good in others. Hey, I am the same. I'm the absolute same. I wish I was perfect at this, but at least every day it's a goal. You put your pants on with the intention of today's going to be an okay day. And if it's not, I'm going to find a way to look at it in an okay way. Uh, and it says always to see the good in others and the kindness that I want to see in the world. Yes, the, you can only do your own part, but you're right. You're right, Lizzie. I'm disappointed every day. I'm disappointed every day. In fact, on the show today, I go on a rant towards the end of the show that makes absolutely no sense, but I felt better for doing it. So, so there's that. Anyway, let's, uh, let's kick things off here a little bit. This is Cabus, Larry, the guy singing right now. He's going through some health issues. I wish everybody would give him and shed some, uh, and this is going to sound weird, but my mom taught me this and it makes me feel better. So I'm hoping that it'll make you feel better. 
when you have somebody in your life who's not feeling well, just kind of close your eyes. And you visualize sending them white light all around them, their whole body, white light. Sometimes they say blue light is a healing light as well. I just, I just, let's just close our eyes and cover this man with some white light, shall we? Because he's a, a great guy and he's going through some pretty scary health issues. And when he's ready to talk about it, he will. But Larry, I love you, man. I really do. You're a fantastic talent. You've always been very kind. And you're always looking for the next thing. Very hopeful. You are an inspiration. And keep doing it. Okay. Uh, another thing that's going to be happening here on the you know on this show. This is show number 21, by the way. I'm going to go for 30. I'm going for 30 shows. And then I'm going to take a break. This is season number one. I, it hit me last night. I'm laying in bed last night and it hit me of what the next thing is going to be. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited that, uh, I've got a little bit of focus about this. There's going to be some big changes going on. Not only with me, uh, you know, and other things that I do. So, but my number one goal right now is to get and stay 100% healthy. I just had my doctor's appointments. All my blood work came back. I'm feeling good. <clears throat> There's a couple other things because of family issues with, with heart stuff that they want to take a look at, but all my stuff is fine right now, knock on wood, and uh, I feel good. I feel fantastic, but there's so much more I can do on the health level, and I really have not been taking the time because of all the other things that I'm doing to get the proper amount of real gym time or to even find something that I love to do that's active, whether it's taking a jog, whether it's playing some hoops, whether it's playing pickleball or yoga or, or, or just something that I can find that I really enjoy doing that I might be somewhat passionate about. So that's where I'm headed right now. One of the things I am passionate about, obviously, is doing this stuff and things like this. And it hit me that I do have a certain amount of expertise in how to create uh, characters, how to do a, a radio show for 30 years, and not just a, a radio show for 30 years, a very high-level, successful program where I've never given myself enough credit. I started thinking about, is there anything out there? Because somebody told me that I respect, said, you know what, you should, you should give back a little bit. You should help others who have similar goals and dreams. And I, I wasn't like, fuck that. There was a time in my career that I didn't want to give up any information because people were stealing our bits. People were doing all kinds of stuff. But there was a time in my life that I did not want to do any of that stuff. But now I've decided that I'm going to do that. And I'm going to put together a video for anybody who needs advice or wants advice on certain ways to look at and host certain things uh, on a show. Okay. I, hopefully it's better than me explaining it because uh, I'm not even sure exactly where I'm going to go with it, but I do know I want to put together a free class for some people. And if they want more, who knows what else after that. But I, I do have a certain level of expertise and uh, my friend is absolutely right. I think it's time for me to lay some of that down and give back. And that's something that I'm going to be doing here in the very, very near future. So be on the lookout for that. All right, it is time to uh, tell you what we have coming on the show. Like I said, at the end of the show, I, I go off on, I, 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 the show goes, goes off the rails. It's ugly. It gets weird and, and weird. 
also on the show today. Do you ever call yourself stupid? I'm so stupid. Stuff like that. Do you do that? You're right. You're stupid, but you don't have to be. We're going to discuss that. And right now, I, I, I'm so excited, even though things are a little weird, but I am learning a valuable lesson. And it's time to get into that right now. So here I sit, 450 years old. And I'm learning a valuable lesson right now. And it's one that most of you have already learned. It's one that there's a lot of gray area. There's still a part of me that gets really upset about. And then there's a part of me that knows that I could definitely improve in. And that is the feeling of everything has to be perfect. I don't think I'm a perfectionist by any means, but it drives me crazy. Let's just use the Lexitary show as an example, because that's something that I deal with on a regular basis. And if you're a regular listener to the Lexitary show, or even my old podcast, Terry James Alive, or even the podcast that I do with my wife, The Gang of Two, we've had these discussions before that I really strive for putting out a good product. I really do. When things don't go well, when I know they could have been better, I lament over it. I beat myself up. I lay in bed at night going, why didn't I say this? How come this didn't do it? How come this motherfucker didn't, you know, get on the same page? And for a while there, I started to think maybe it's me. Maybe it's a hundred percent me that I am not communicating to the people in my life, especially professionally, that this is the way that I see things going. And anybody to a T will tell you that this is a problem that they have with me, especially on the Lex and Terry show. Lex, D, Sarah, anybody who's even worked with it will tell you that I, uh, I get frustrated, I get angry when I know things could have gone better. We're professionals is my feeling. We should be prepared. We should have a plan. I am totally fine ad-libbing. It's one of my favorite things to do is to back myself into a corner, talk my way out, do all this and that. So it's not like everything's got to go A, B, C, D, E. It's just that, you know, why can't we all be on the same page? Why can't we all strive for the best product out there? And it pisses me off. It downright pisses me off. There's been many times when I said, well, you know what? If they don't fucking care, I don't fucking care either. And I'm learning now that that's not the truth. Not everything has to be perfect. I still want people that I work with I still want people in my life to strive for perfectionism, to strive to put out a good product. But I now know that it's really impossible to do so all the time. Sometimes you nail it. Absolutely. Sometimes you nail it. But to be perfect in everything is 100% impossible. And I've lost so much sleep over it. I've probably even lost friends over it. It's, it's not an easy thing for me to come to grips with. I look at it in an egotistical way. Like, 
if I'm prepared, why can't they be prepared? If we talk three seconds before we go live on the air, okay, let's do this bit, and all of a sudden nothing happens and someone starts talking about something different, I get pissed off. How hard is it to do things like that? So there's, this is the gray area I'm talking about. Some people in my life are so easy to go, eh, it's no big deal. What does it fucking matter at the end of the day? Well, it does matter to me as somebody who takes time to try to come up with a vision and then nobody else gives a fuck about the vision. Yeah, that, that is, that's where I, I, I have a real problem. But that happens very few and far between. Most of the time I'm learning it's me. Most of the time I'm learning that uh, to lighten up a little bit, to enjoy the moment a little more. I still strive for things to be great. But if it falls short, it's no big deal. It's not the end of the world, but I think that's a slippery slope to handle. This is still something I'm working on. The, you know, there's a big difference to me to understanding and being zen about, oh, this didn't go as planned, but it's still good. There are many good aspects about what we did or what we're going to do or whatever it is. There's something very zen about that. But then there's the other side that really still gets in my, is it craw? Gets in my craw. <laughs> and that's the side of, no big deal. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know. So, I, I'm learning. I'm learning. But it's still something that I'm really absolutely dealing with. But the truth of the matter is, is one of the things that I have now kind of a mantra I'm giving myself is, and maybe you should too, that, um, you know what? Not everything. Okay. I'm not, I'm just, I don't, I don't want to say don't who gives a fuck about anything because you do have to care about things in life. You know, if you're a professional, you need to act like a professional. I don't want a doctor that didn't give a fuck. I only put in six stitches and it needed 42. You know, you know, I, I don't want anything like that. I want a perfectionist as a doctor. I want a perfectionist as a pilot. I want all these types of things. But for a radio show, what does it matter? For a podcast, what does it matter? I just want to put out the best thing I can do at that moment. But I still think there's a lot of people who really, truly don't give a fuck and are fucking lazy. So I'm in that zone. I'm in that zone right now, but I'm moving towards lightening up a bit. I just want people in my life to know I'm moving towards not being so, um, let's just say, pushed over the ledge about certain things. I'm a work in progress, but it's true. Not everything has to be perfect. Are you one of these people that always beat yourself up? Damn it, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? You're a moron. You're too dumb. You know, you're too fat, you're too old, I'm too this, I'm too that. Are, are, are you one of those people? Because that's a very easy trap to fall into. Most people do. If there's anything you could learn from me at all, this might be it. To be able to identify what self-deprecation is and what negative self-talk is. 
Negative self-talk will crush you. It will crush you. It's something that if you keep saying, I'm so stupid, I'm so fat, I'm an idiot, I'm the person that's always late, I'm the this, I'm the that, you will never change. You will always be that. You will actually talk yourself into that. You will manifest always being fat. I've always been the guy. I've always been out of shape. I've always been unhealthy. I've always been mad at people. You know, I'm a horrible driver. All this type of stuff will actually manifest. And you don't even know you're doing it. You have no idea you're doing it. You don't even say it out loud. A lot of people think right now, oh, I don't say that stuff out loud. I'm so stupid. I keep it inside. (laughs) That's even the worst place to keep it. That's the worst place because that just solidifies that that's who you are. There's a big difference between self-deprecation and negative self-talk. It's a huge, huge difference. Self-deprecation, I use it all the time. I use it on this show. I use it in real life. I use it on stage doing comedy. I, you know, I don't want to punch down at people. I like making fun of myself. Because, you know, when you, when you stop all the negative self-talk, <clears throat> you start to feel better about yourself. You immediately start to gain more confidence. You f- look for solutions for things instead of accepting defeat. It's, it's a slippery slope, and it's one that's so easy to go down. I feel for anybody who always do, does this. And I've got a few people in my life that say it. I try to correct them, but there's no correcting them unless they want to correct it themselves. But you have to realize what you're doing. You don't want to affirm that you're the dumb person. You don't want to affirm that you're always going to be the fat guy or, you're, or whatever it is. The negative stuff, it's so bad. It is so bad, but it's okay to make fun of yourself in a different way. So there's a, there's, there's a big difference though, is what I'm trying to get at. It's okay to say, you know, you know, to make fun of yourself, but deep inside, you know, cause I know that when I do self-defeating things or self-deprecation, I'm sorry, I know in my mind, I don't believe that about myself. And the only way I, the reason I became confident is because I was able to identify what self-defeating talk and behavior is over what self-deprecation is. Self-deprecation can be funny. Self-deprecation keeps the ego in check. That type of thing. Self-deprecation can be a positive part of your life. It can disarm people. It can do all kinds of fun things. It's very important, I think, to have some sort of self-deprecation in your life. There's a big difference between that and self-defeating talk and self-defeating thoughts. And the only way to, to really identify those is to be aware of it, be conscious of it. Do you say things like that inside your own head that I'm to this or I'm not that or whatever? You've got to get over it. You have to identify that. And one of the best ways to do it, I've talked about it before, is some form of meditation or at least self-awareness. You don't have to meditate. It's not like you're going to go, I did a meditation thing. Now all of a sudden I don't have negative self-talk. No, the meditation part helps you become more self-aware. If you don't know how to become more self-aware, try that. 
pick up an app or whatever, or just take a deep breath. Anytime you notice yourself saying that, go, well, that was, uh, that wasn't anything that's going to help move my life forward. That wasn't anything that's going to make me feel better about myself. That just solidifies the fact that I'm a moron, you know? So you've got to work on that. Stay open to receiving those messages. Stay open to, to notice when you're saying things like that, okay? Because uh, you'll slowly, over time, when you start catching yourself doing that, you'll slowly, over time, notice yourself becoming more confident, and people will notice that in you above all. You're not going to be that whipping boy. You're not going to be that person anymore. And if that's something you strive for, it, it all starts with the way you talk to yourself. It really does. I think I might have figured out what's wrong with the world. Yeah, that's why I'm here, right? To figure things out and to tell people what to do. No, that's not why I'm here. But uh, one of the reasons why I do this show is because it gives me an outlet to, to vent about shit that only matters to me. Maybe that's what I should call this podcast, shit that only matters to me. Anyway, can we talk for a second about fanatics? Not the, the, the sports-like catalog that has all the cool gear and stuff. I'm talking about people that are just crazy about whatever it is. Could be politics could be about their sports team, could be about religion, but it's usually about politics and religion. Those are the people that I'm talking about the most. I can handle a sports fan. You like the Colts? You're a moron. Uh, you know, nowadays, you know, you you like Biden? Fuck you. You know, you like you like Trump? You're a Nazi. You know, it's all the 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 fanatics are what's ruining the world. And I would like to believe that there are more people I don't want to say like me because that's I'm, that's like I feel like I'm putting myself on a pedestal here, but I would like to think that there's more people out there, and I fit into this category of people who don't give a shit, people who just don't care about what your beliefs are, what your morals are, what your whatever is. I could give a shit. I have never cared who president the president is. Never have. Yes, sometimes I've gone, God, this guy's acting like a fool, whatever, you know. But yeah, I've never cared. I've always woken up in the morning and given it my best shot no matter who it is. I try to live my dream. I try to be kind to others. I try to respect others. When you push me, sometimes I might push back. Early on in my life, I pushed back all the time, and that was way too much energy. The amount of energy that fanatics put into stuff that just doesn't matter is absolutely nuts. Can you imagine scrolling online all day long, joining a conversation with either people who, A, already think the same way you do, they already think the same way you do. You're fans, you get together, you talk, you, you do all that kind of stuff. I could maybe understand that more than going on and trying to find somebody to attack. When you got regular everyday stuff to do, you have to pay the bills. You have to look forward to your dreams. Maybe your family members are getting sick. I have seen people that I know literally change who they are. And that's okay. Change is fine change is good. Sometimes a new perspective is good. 
but literally just change who they are and what their morals were and everything else because of it just nuts. I cannot stand fanatics, but they're the noisiest people. And that's the thing we need to realize. They are the noisiest people. When you've got your ideals and you got to stand by those and you want everybody to know what's going on, there's no better place to see it than X, Twitter. I just, you don't even have to read what people write. Just read in their bios. Everybody has to say, I'm a God-loving conservative. I'm a liberal who's bashing everybody. I'm a this, I'm a that. It's, what is going on? What is happening in the world? We have a choice whether we want to live in that world or not. Because no matter what you do, no matter what you say, you're not going to change it. You're not going to change anybody's mind. Everybody makes up their mind, including myself. Uh, I do like to think that at least politically that I'm confused. Let's just put it that way. That's being generous. I think I don't want to have to choose a side every time I would like to vote for who I think's the best guy or woman and, and just, uh, just put a vote and shut the fuck up. <laughs> you just, just put a vote in and shut up. But a lot of times my guys don't win. I don't take it personal. And then the people that back these people, no matter what, the the people that I will automatically take, you know, this Biden thing, let's just say, from the, I know very little. So please don't rake me over the coals and don't hit me up on this going, actually, Terry, the problem is the fr- Franistat with the, uh, the the way the economy is based right now with the, the 2.4 basis. No, I, I, uh, I don't know anything like this, okay? I have no idea. I just know... What's uh, what I'm hearing from time to time in passing or what somebody retweets or whatever they do. I just know that, um, you know, Biden's son seems like a douchebag, an absolute douchebag. And if there was something that Biden did wrong, I think that he should pay for it. Same with Trump. If he did something wrong, I think he should pay for it. I'm one of those crazy people that still believes in law and still believes in the rule of law because without that, we have a crazy-ass society. Some of the rules I like, some of the rules I don't, okay? I live in a city that le- uh, weed is legal. A lot of a lot of places aren't, or, or, or whatever, a state, I guess. That's something that, you know, affects, that, that could affect me if I was a guy that wants to do weed all the time, and I'll got to admit it. Every once in a while, I like me a little gummy to go to sleep. And I don't think I would like to live in a place anymore that doesn't allow that that type of stuff. But I like following the rules. My, you know, the Dodgers right now. Another example. I know that this is a big swing, and I want to get away from the political stuff. The Dodgers right now, their best pitcher, just got released from the Dodgers for allegedly. I have to say that I guess beating the shit out of his, his wife. If you did that. Get the fuck out of here. I, I'm not a fan of yours because you wear a Dodger uniform. I'm a fan of yours because you're a good person. I'm not a fan of yours because you're a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a fan of yours because you are a good person. You treat people with respect. That's all I'm asking. Just treat people with respect. I don't even know why I'm even talking about this shit. I'm not going to, like I said, I'm not going to change anybody's fucking mind. 
but I'm just frustrated. I, I go online and I see this hate and all this energy that, I mean, it's, it's energy. You could, I have not been on social media with the exception of Instagram and felt better for doing so. At least on Instagram, I got videos of puppies and otters and things like that and funny things, people getting hit in the balls with something. That's funny to me. I feel better for wasting my time doing that. I don't feel better when I go on any of these social media things when anybody's just chopping it up about what their religion is, whether they, they ah, it's, just, it's just crazy to me. <sighs> okay, let me just do this then. I have to take a breath after that. <laughs> I'm sorry for wasting seven minutes of your time, but that's what this thing's all about. Everybody have a fantastic day. Have a fantastic rest of the weekend. If we have the sounds of Cabus right here, excuse me, Cabus right here. I'm always screwing that up. Anyway, Larry, love you, man. Hope you start feeling better. And uh, there you go. Remember, Please share this show with somebody who you think needs it. Not the last part. <laughs> Please share this show with somebody who you think needs this. And I believe we've got only eight more episodes. I think eight more episodes of season number one. Season number one. Then I'm coming back with um, a different version of the stuff that I've been learning about what's happening here. So please share the show. Thank you guys so much. And I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Be safe, everybody. Thanks.